0: We are back for another episode of STC Pod, your start to continue podcast brought to you entirely by audible.com. Put in uh, STC Pod in the uh, password field and uh, look for a, a giant discount on your next uh, issue or book that you buy on Audible. That's audible.com. Pretty good, eh? Oh, stupid. I am Bill and welcome everyone to the voice of Joe, which you just heard and uh this is the start to continue really? podcast one hour of uh hijinks and how you do's and what's going on and what's up there you go we're in we're we're going Great. we're off to the races best intro ever well since you refused to do a single edit and put on our actual intro i guess i gotta come up with stuff
1: yeah we'll come up with something good Who gives a shit about Audible? Who gives a shit? No one. No one does. Just let's get going. I'm fading
0: fast. Your audio's breaking up. Great. Why is it breaking up? Well, my computer's just going crazy right now. Yeah. Well, great. And my uh, mouse has, uh, for some reason, the clicky button doesn't work anymore. So I think I should have reset the whole computer, but, you know, let's just see what happens. All right. Or you could maybe host one of these. You could like take the uh, small little bit of effort to set it up and host it. I don't know. If no. I, I show up and I make the funny.
1: I've hosted once and I couldn't even tell you how I even did it. Who do I call? How does it work? You have to walk
0: me through it on FaceTime. I got to, yeah, I got to do it for you. Get someone to do it. You want me to do it? Send someone a DM.
1: Don't put your phone near the computer because it was static up.
0: Hey guys, can uh, someone log me into my Google Hangout?
1: I don't know how to do that
0: come on we'll have to come up with a new way soon anyways uh the word on the street is google hangouts is going away this year
1: what do you mean they're getting rid of they already got rid of what's the thing what's it called right uh
0: a stupid feature that no one used for google crap what was it i don't know what you're talking about the the newsreader remember when they got rid of that that was years ago though no Uh, Google plus,
1: that's what they got rid of. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. Yep.
1: The thing that no one used, Well, what does everyone else use when they record these stupid podcasts?
0: Well, I think they use Skype and then they record that live into another piece of equipment. Why? Cause that's how you do it. Why am I hearing myself coming back? going on do you got your one earbud right beside the why don't you put both earbuds in
1: one earbud is in my ear and the other one's hanging down
0: by my balls where the mic is the mic's on the desk yeah you normally put your balls on the desk too so well i have just not right now (laughs) where's your where's your headphones where's your awesome headphones they're hanging up yeah What have you been doing today? What? What have you been doing today? What's so crazy that uh, you're not prepared running around? Went to the
1: gym first thing. I got the same guy who last time had one leg or one foot up on the, the, uh, changing bench, but naked texting on his phone with his fucking cock hanging in my
0: face. (laughs) Why is your face there?
1: So I walk in today. I'm sitting down on the bench, taking off my winter boots, putting on my gym shoes, right? Same guy comes from the showers right behind me. I turn around to look at my bag. Boom. <laughs> Ding along right in the face. <laughs> Same freaking guy. I-, I don't get it, man. These guys that walk around butt naked, I don't do it. Throw a towel around that.
0: And it this seems- guy up, man, because he was not big. That seems complaint worthy, worthy to me. This guy sure. had,
1: he had a little mushroom head between his legs and that was it. Ugh. Yeah, gross. If I was a and chick, it, I'd be like, what the fuck? You better be a grower, buddy. Probably a big
0: bush too, right?
1: No, it's was pretty trimmed.
0: <laughs> what, what color was the hair?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was just, couldn't take my eyes away from his penis
0: say, oh, I got to get out of here. So I
1: want to cock first thing in the morning, eight o'clock.
0: Well, we did just complete an overnight shift uh, last night. So it is perplexing to understand how you managed to decide to just go to, to the to gym. I to
1: because it had been one, two, three, a very busy family day weekend. So. Oh, we'll get into that. It's been uh, five days since I've been to the gym. God forbid.
0: So. Well,
1: if I followed your plan, we. Instead. Yeah. I got to make myself feel better. It makes me feel good. I did legs today. These uh, chicken legs are going to snap one of these days.
0: Maybe sleeping after an overnight shift would make you feel better.
1: Maybe I'd rather die. Maybe I'm trying to kill myself. How about that?
0: That makes no sense.
1: So it makes me feel good, man. I just went to the gym. And paid for it by getting penis in the face.
0: Have you ever fallen asleep on a piece of gym equipment?
1: No. Well,
0: oh, there's the one thing folks for trivia, write that one down. For episode 300 trivia. We found the one thing
1: I'm having a beer right now. My heart's palpitating really fast.
0: What happened after the
1: gym? I ran around for a bit. What's that code for? Running around, doing Joe stuff. Then I came home, had a two hour nap and then went to the school parking lot, had another 45 minute nap and then picked the kids up and came home.
0: You know, living a life of dozing all day is not fun. That, That hurts your body. Like that makes you feel bad. Sleeping for two hours after a full 24 hour being awake, that hurts you. That, you don't feel good waking up from a two hour and then you doze again and doze again and doze again.
1: It's enough just to get me over the hump.
0: It's all this dozing. How is Second that? I could be
1: awake to record this fantastic podcast.
0: And right. by the way, I was
1: waiting on you tonight. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. I like those apples.
0: Well, I'll be honest with you. I was late uh, for t- for two things tonight. Uh, I got a welcome message yesterday that a hole that the library had come in like super early, and it was the Ace Combat 7 for the PS4. The what? What? The what? The do what? The the a combat ace combat seven okay i heard a a and uh they have a vr yeah, the game
1: that i recommended you pick up and rent and play so they have a vr welcome.
0: level so i was excited to try that out and i sent my kid to her volleyball um practice and uh i put that put the game on put the helmet on flying around oh you tried it already yeah oh yeah i couldn't wait and, uh, yeah, you get that, you get the feeling in your guts, you know, when you're flying around making the big turns and uh, the earth is rotating all around you. Have you played VR game naked yet? Not a game. Maybe watched a few videos, but yeah, that's for another time. Anyways, um. You haven't played like Beat Saber naked? <laughs> no, that'd be dangerous. Can't have things flopping around when you're jumping all around. Yeah, I was just checking. Interesting. So, so then, you know, I'm trying to get through this mission and the phone rings It's a kid. She's like, where are you? I'm like, Oh, Hmm. Uh, you told me you were getting out at nine tonight, not eight thirty.
1: No, dad, it's supposed to be eight thirty.
0: And she gave me all the lectures about, uh, yeah, the exact same lectures I give her about responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So got, went and got her. And, uh, I had a mission paused when I got her, came back threw the thing back on because I wanted to get through this mission and then, uh, knock, knock, knock. Then it's Joe bugging me, but you ready, bro. (sighs) You still would have been playing if I hadn't texted. (laughs) I had just finished a mission. I was just, you know, going through uh, the epilogue of it. Can you free fly around? Do you know that? There is, but I think you have to unlock it because that was ghosted out. So you have to like get a mission cool. or two or something under your belt. Are you telling me that was Swayze out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So
1: yeah, that's right. I'm cool. So and there then, we go. If you could like, I wonder what the feeling would be if you went, uh, if you went completely vertical and then inverted and did a straight dive down and then mm-hmm. last minute, just pull up. I wonder what the,
0: that feeling would be like yeah, it's just as you imagine, man, like your body makes you think of these sensations. Even you have, you have no experience with it. You just automatically get these feelings in your stomach. And I was doing a lot of crashing on the deck. I was getting taken out a bit, but, uh, (laughs) my head was flipping all around. Like, I don't know how I didn't get whiplash on my neck because my head was whipping around so much the game would just go black and a message w- would come across the screen saying your head is out of view of the PSVR camera because I'm whipping my head around so much because you're trying to keep an eye on, you know, the the guys you're fighting. Well, that's no good. I
1: thought you were supposed to be able to look at your six.
0: Yeah, you can, but man, I was just leaning like I was... Would- <laughs> It was super leaning back, I guess. I don't know. You you lose control of where you are. I was sitting way back on the couch, so I probably should have pulled maybe a kitchen chair into the living room, sat in the middle of the floor, kind of thing. Then I would have had, wouldn't have had those issues, those tracking issues. I was just a little, hmm. just a bit too far out of the camera range. But it would have been very embarrassing if anyone could have seen that bit of action. I can only imagine what it looks like. I was just playing with straight up controller. Uh, it worked pretty good. I had no idea what the controls were, just kind of figured it out. Um, I imagine if you got the, uh, the flight stick and the throttle controls that you can buy separately, that must be really fun too.
1: Yeah. I wonder if, uh, VG has, has tried it yet with that. Cause I know he got the full set. I don't know if it's, if it's that good of a game, that'd be the, that'd be the ideal way to play it. I think that nice setup.
0: Yeah. With you being able to move your head, like looking straight up to track your enemy, it just made the gameplay that much better because, you know, years and years of flight sim, it's just you chasing an arrow on the screen. Basically. What's right? the
1: realism of it though? Can you, um, like are the, uh, uh, is, is there realism in terms of, you know, losing control of your plane Uh, I forget what all the flight terminology is with the fighter jets, but you know, like you can, you know, like when you stall and whatnot, can you do that? Or has that
0: all been removed from the gameplay? Well, I'm in just the average normal skill level. I do have like accurate flight controls where you have to actually you know, do an aileron roll and then pull back on the stick in order to turn right or left. Or you can set it. where just turning left on the stick. will turn your plane like a car kind of thing, but I have it set up to play like a plane, mm. but I haven't done anything. No, it's not, not realistic. Like, uh, I didn't get stuck in any flat spins or anything like that. I came close to a stall, but very easily pulled out of it. Um, I did crash into the deck a couple times, but I think it's uh, it's still arcadey enough to uh, let you have lots of fun. Hmm. It's not super simulation. Well, you're welcome for recommending it to you. Yeah, because I wouldn't have known anything about it, I guess. And no one remembers this conversation where you even talked about it. How would that even be on your radar? You never even heard of this game, actually. Yeah, what was, did you try and call it? Coming out. You tried to call it something. You didn't even know what it was. You don't even know what you're talking about. I don't. But uh, speaking of what's embarrassing, I was, you know, there's been a lot of VR going on because I've just been loving it. and picked up a bunch of games, mm. including that Star Trek game, mm. which I play with the boys, CC VR crew. Josh Creepley, Kevin Buried on Mars, and now uh, Derek has gotten into it from mm. Two Dorks. <clears throat> so we get a nice God. full crew. <laughs> the one night I'm playing it, and then I realize, oh, you know what? My uh, big kid, the 15 year old daughter, she actually has a friend over that night, and uh, they're up in the room. I can only imagine the horror that my daughter must feel if her friend came down and saw her dad. Uh, strapped into a VR thing playing Star Trek, talking to a bunch of people online. <laughs> don't go downstairs, whatever you do. What am I hearing down there? It's, a, it's a, the TV. Don't worry about it. He talks the TV. Well, it is what it is. We We're having lots of fun. Can I gush about that for a second? The Star Trek bridge crew game. It's the only thing I'm going to let
1: you gush about. This entire record, no stupid TV shows, no stupid movies. This is it.
0: Well, we've talked about it every week, but this again, it, one gush, we put more time into it and this time we finally tried the original enterprise bridge. Cause when you first play it, you play like the, a modernized starship from the JJ Abrams world, or you have the option to play, uh, the original bridge. So, us the power crew actually finished all the missions for the JJ bridge. We powered through it. Uh, I was captain again, of course, and uh, I think my leadership is what got us through. I, I must say. And uh, so we finally we finally turned on the original Star Trek bridge, uh, uh, the original '60s version of the bridge. And then, boom, you appear on that bridge. I was in the captain's chair. The two boys were up there on, you know, helm and tactical. And you got the full uh, view screen. And you got the whole bridge all around you, which in VR, you can turn your head and look at everything, see everyone working their positions, like the, the computer players are just there wandering around doing their business. And you look down. And it's all the buttons that you remember seeing in the show. All those little plastic uh, jewel, colored jewel-like buttons all over the place. And little flip buttons, flip switches on the captain's chair. Nothing's labeled, by the way. Nothing's labeled. But all these buttons are there and you can play with them. Turn on red alert. Whoops, that's red alert. Okay, this and this. Click and clicks and click. And uh, then beside you on the other arm of the captain's chair is like that... uh, like that, uh, the tablet thing Kirk would sometimes sign off on, you know, Yeoman Burke would come over and give him the thing to sign. it was that big plastic clipboardy tablet thing. That's where you get all your information in uh, this version of the game. And it's all, it's, it's every, everything is so well thought of. Even that tablet looks so authentic. It has the old LCD kind of looking display where it's, You know, got some kind of uh, watered-down illumination behind the LCD display. display. You know what I mean? Are you still with me? This is is a two-way conversation. I thought, man, that's pretty cool. Let's, Let's jump over to another spot and see what's happening. So I jumped over to Engineering, which is up against the wall. And if you remember the series, that's, you know, where Scotty's standing. So I jumped over there. And... Again, a big desk full of these plastic jewel buttons, all unlabeled, but they all have uh, functions, but they're all unlabeled. And then you look up and you see those static screens that were on the original show. And you can change those by hitting the buttons. And then looking up further, you can even see those big screens that were on the back wall of the enterprise. And for a second, my brain bought into it and went, "Yep, this is real life. I'm giving you this gift. Here you go. You're really on the bridge of the enterprise. And for that second, my brain just let me sit back in that fantasy. I looked all around. All the buttons are blinking and the sounds are popping and all the colors. And even look down on the ground and see like that carpet color and look over there to the helm and see the boys over there and the view screen. I just turned to Kevin. I said, Kevin, you got to get VR because this is every Star Trek fan's wet dream. You're in it. You're here. I'm sitting here. I can't believe what I'm seeing. It, it, was, it was magical. A magical moment just for a moment as my brain let me uh, surrender to the fantasy for a second. But it was a, uh, as a game, it was incredibly difficult because all those jeweled buttons, none of them were labeled. No one knew what to do. We couldn't even, like, power up the engines. Uh, We did find a way to turn on the help key, which kind of puts little sticky labels on top of everything. But uh, it was really cool, man. It's something uh, every Star Trek fan should should experience. So, as I went through that, there is an add-on you can buy to the game so you can experience the next generation bridge which I never bought because it's 20 bucks expensive. But after I saw how well done the original bridge was and, uh, the experience that it gave me just not even playing the game, just sitting in there, looking at all the buttons and hearing the whistles, I uh, pulled the trigger on that. So I hope to try that out very soon as well. Then I'll have another week of gushing about this game.
1: So since you bought the new, uh, the next generation bridge, to play it with everyone else, do they have to buy it as well?
0: Yes. But I was the last holdout between uh, Josh and oh. Kevin. Josh just, uh, he he just buys stuff, man. Kevin's like, yeah, we should try the next generation bridge. Josh's like, hold on a second. And in uh, VR reality, you could just see his head stop moving. As in reality, he took his VR headset off or pushed it back and he got on his phone and he just bought it instantly. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on, let me think about this, guys. Hold I'm on. cheap. I'm so, cheap. He's <laughs> like, what? You just sold something on eBay? There you go. It's free. Just go buy it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I will think about this. I will let this experience sink in. I will enjoy it, and then I'll decide. So, a couple days later, I did pick it up. Twenty bucks. So, come on, guys. Put us, put that shit on sale. I wish you could uh, take part, man. Very good. I, I happy
1: bought
0: like it. it. I'd like to try that, uh,
1: ace combat, but as a group, like in a flight squadron kind of thing. Where you're each in your own jet, you all take off from the same air, air, aircraft carrier and you're all in the same flight mission to go do whatever. Got flying formation and all that stuff.
0: There must be multiplayer on here. I don't know. I was flying with a squadron every time. Well, there was like four allies with you. (laughs) But it, it was just so much of a better experience when you can totally look around and track your enemy by moving your whole head up and down and straight up. Then you can gauge: Do I have to slow down or speed up, and how do I come in behind them? res- you know, on the old flight sims, just with the display, it's just an arrow on the screen saying the enemy's that way, and it just turns into a turning <laughs> fight. Every yeah, dog cool is every dogfight in the old days was just a turning fight. Who could turn uh, the tightest, right?
1: Yeah, think nope. even make, what?
0: <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. I forgot you've never played a. Uh, flight simulator. Oh,
1: I have actually. Flight
0: combat. You have forgotten that I have played it.
1: Hmm. Probably all that hair in your ear and you'd never heard me tell you. Mm-hmm. Before I was rudely interrupted, I was going to say, they give you a mission, but it's in a super extended one where you can't get there in one, in one full fuel tank.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you have to sort of plot your way to various uh, points and refuel along the way and that kind of stuff.
0: I'm sure that's in the full game. They normally have refueling in these type of games. Would be cool to do it in VR, though. There's only like four missions from what I've heard, and they're pretty short, so I don't know what would be included. Yeah, for VR. There's still a full game packed in there, but just in standard.
1: I I thought there would have been more missions for the VR.
0: Hmm. Yep, I don't know. Takes up a lot more... I don't know, space or something. I don't know. Drink it up. Oh, it's going to help me sleep nice. Yeah, you need a lot of help sleeping. Uh, you need.
1: Bed,
0: you're going to bed in half an hour. You seemed uh, pretty well rested the other day when you came into work. You were pretty chipper. You said you, had, you said you had some good sleeps. No, I said I didn't have a good sleep. Oh, you said you're having crazy dreams. Yeah. That's not a good sleep. Yeah. If you're dreaming, you're sleeping good.
1: No, because they're the weird dreams where your brain's going. It's not that's a good. Re- no, I like oblivion when I sleep. When that's, you're in oblivion, then that's a good deep sleep.
0: What were your crazy dreams?
1: Uh, the Q dogs came and <laughs> paid me a visit at my house. It was weird. I was talking to my wife in the front
0: room. Oh boy. That would be trouble.
1: And the windows, the, the window was open and I see this car drive by (laughs) really slow. It wasn't, it wasn't a car, sorry, it's a minivan. Drives by slow. I go, "Ah, those guys look familiar. And I keep on talking to my wife and I see drive by again. I go, that's Eric and Melissa. And then they proceeded to drive up on my front lawn and park. (laughs) (laughs) The front lawn. (laughs) On the lawn. And they got out. And they were super happy. Like they had planned to come and find me and visit. Well, we know you, I was you don't to answer the door. I was trying to my wife and then she wasn't happy because they were parked on the grass. You opened the door? No, I went outside. Oh. I said, oh. Hey guys, what, you know. It was just super weird, super vivid. Eric was like super, he was like grinning ear to ear. Really chipper, and uh, yeah, we started talking, and then I just woke up. And like, what the fuck? had to do one of those things, those double takes. Like, what What was that all about? So, I don't know. All I know is they came for a visit, parked on my grass, and then I woke up. <laughs> I don't happen? know why I was even thinking of them. What's the parking on the grass signify? Well. Would that be like, a alpha male aggression kind of thing? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Like they didn't, it's not like they hopped the curb to get onto the grass. They just sort of drove up there.
0: Was your driveway. Do you remember your driveway having free space?
1: Nope. They even wasn't even part of my
0: memory experience. Mm. So it didn't even bother you in the dream.
1: I was confused, but I didn't want to say anything because I was happy to see them. And then I was trying to get my wife to come out and say, Hey, it's, you know, come meet Eric and Melissa. <laughs> Which she, you know from what? And she was just looking through the window <laughs> at this May van parked on the grass. It was, like I said, it was one of those crazy, stupid dreams. I don't know how the name came up. So that's it.
0: Hmm. That reminds me, I had a weird one like last week. I don't know why it's still stuck with me. That for some reason, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pratt, Chris Pratt. Yep. And his ex-wife, Anna Faris, were like, in a cottage or something around here. And for some reason I was like their go-to person, like to drive them around or uh, get them stuff that they need, look after them. For some reason that was me with that couple. Isn't that weird? I'm just Mr. Hospitality. So I guess that makes sense. A little weird. That is weird. Pratt, pratt, pratt.
1: I picked something up today. You want to see it?
0: Well, this is an audio kind of show, so we'll save it for a pickup video. Because no, that is needed. Nope. You want to see it or what? Yeah, let's let's see it. Here he's exited his chair. He threw up a little bit in the middle of the floor. Look
1: what, uh, finally arrived here in my neck of the woods, the G1, uh, Walmart reissue Optimus Prime.
0: hmm Hmm. Yeah, I thought you'd be more excited, man. Well, I'm not, I don't appreciate that release. You know, it's so expensive. Well,
1: that's my would... major, that's my major, uh, peeve about it, but. I just finished doing a review on it and I oh, was boy. pleasantly
0: <laughs> I I just finished doing a review on it, ladies and gentlemen. If you can please like and subscribe. Hit that bell. I, I never say hit the bell. Jesus. Everyone's sur- just ring
1: that bell. But no, I was no, I was pleasantly surprised by it, man. Transform super nice. Appears to be really good quality. Just the price point. Do you think having a trailer with it?
0: With the eight million other reviews on it on YouTube right now, people are waiting for yours. They they are waiting for my opinion on it. Did you just get one? Yeah, I just grabbed one. How come no phone call to me just to see if I wanted to pull the trigger on one or not? I know. Such a jerk. Such a jerk. We talked about the price point, and I knew you wouldn't go for it.
1: You you're, you're humming and hauling about $20 for uh, Star Trek. Yeah, that's because it. it's
0: uh, not a physical game, too. That hurts me. I wouldn't have wasted my time. So, you you just bought one. Is that what you said? You just bought it, one and you've taken it out of the package and worked it.
1: Yeah. Well, I've opened up my hot rod and my uh, star screen.
0: Hmm. I'm on the fence
1: about. But Because this was more expensive. I'm on the fence. I may grab another one and keep that one sealed.
0: Of course you will. Maniac. But, um, just to let people know who don't know. So this is uh Walmart exclusive transformer. That's like a, a throwback to the 80s version. It's like a, a tribute to it. No, it's a replica of it. Well, yeah, same thing. It's, people don't know. We just... The G1, you know, so not everyone is, you know, Toy well, Master 8000. So smart enough people. So yes, Joe bought a new toy. Yeah, but Yeah, it, Transformers it's Optimus Prime. It's packaging looks like the 80s version and it's Optimus. No trailer though, just the cab. Yes. Yeah, so just go, got, to
1: go to my life in collecting on YouTube. Uh, right?
0: Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. I <laughs> lost there. Is it got metal bits in it? Lots of metal. Yeah, it's got metal. It's got
1: a good way to it. If I threw it at your head, I'd probably hurt you.
0: And we didn't like how like none of the gingerbread is painted. It's just all the whatever, what? all the gingerbread, all the little extra bits, all the extra dec- decorative bits to it are not like hand painted. It's just, if that piece came out of the mold, that one piece was one color. And then it snapped together with another piece that came out of a different mold, which is a different color. Like, there was no extra uh, coloring put into it. Like, the, the, the lights on top of the cab aren't painted. It's all the same no, body color.
1: It wasn't like that on the G1 as well.
0: That in the G1 wasn't $500. Oh,
1: no, but it was still relevant to the price point. What? What? It's still comparative price point wise back then. Back then we had
0: to pay that much? I don't remember. It was like, a toy? I it don't was think like so. 30
1: something back then. Okay. And well, what? Maybe been
0: 39. Whoa. I don't know. So what was the price of this now? 80? No, this was 69. 69. Mm, yeah. I'd like one, but it's too much. It's too uh, much. Dude, I agree. I was in value village today and, uh, they've just been through a renovation of small sorts. You know, they're always moving departments around from one end of the store to another. For what reason? I don't know. That is, it doesn't make the store more appealing, but they did this renovation. They put new cash registers in, they put new signs up over the departments. They got like uh, old crappy, you know, interior doors and they'd paint on the interior door menswear and hang that from the ceiling. How, how innovative. So since they've done this, oh, they also moved the donation area from like the east side of the building. It's now on the west side of the building. And that was a whole, uh, actual contractors in changing entrances, actual work being put in. So how do you pay for that? you raise prices to stupid high amounts like stupid stupid high amounts in the uh electronics they're now attempting to sell like used computer keyboards for uh, an average price of $16 for a crappy old keyboard even if it's like an old style ps2 keyboard still $15
1: they're going to be sitting on that stuff only
0: our, our, uh, like guitar hero guitars. We like to pick up 1999, um, really junky digital cameras, like 3.1 megapixel shit camera that has no value to anyone, you know, nine ninety nine. 99, like who's, who's going to, you know how difficult it was for me to try to find price tags that were under nine 99, It was near impossible. This is a joke, this place. I don't know. I was getting angry. It made my job a lot more difficult. And I ended up spending, uh, I found a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, I took a massive chance on it. You'll have to look for a pickup video on this to see what it is. So I had to lay out some bread. 100 bucks I spent today at Value Village. I was sick to my stomach, even more so because when I went to pay for it, my donation coupon, which would have given me 20% off the lot, was at home on the coffee table. And there's nothing I can do to fix that. It's not like you can just, oh, can you hold this? You know, I was was stuck. And I had one uh, point reward in the system, and they're so generous. Every $100 you spend, will give you 20% off $30 worth of your next purchase. So I had one of those. So I got 20% off a $30 chunk of the purchase. Those prick bastards. So I had to give them that money. You'll see. It'll be an interesting, uh, it's an interesting collection of stuff I picked up, but I had to pay up for it. Hopefully I can make some hay out of it. We'll see that won't be on my life and collecting. That'll be on our YouTube channel. Start to continue. Uh, And we'll find that on your channel.
1: Hmm. All right. So what else is up? What's the plan for the rest of the week?
0: (sighs) Well, I should say, I should give an update on the whole recycle bin situation, right?
1: Yeah, because you lost yours in a recent windstorm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we were at work. And of course, I have my Nest uh, doorbell, which has the live streaming camera on it. And I knew it was a windstorm. So I kept checking on my recycle bins, which were out at the road throughout the day to see if they were surviving. And uh, like a soap opera, me and Joe had. Go through the day and watch the clips of these recycle bins. They would blow over to the neighbor's side, and then the neighbor would drag them back over to the curb. And then five minutes later, they'd just topple over, and then they'd lay like that for a while. And then they'd blow over to the neighbor again. The neighbor picked them up and put them back on my curb like two or three times, and we got to watch all this. And then finally, I put this clip on Twitter. They just finally, and they were stacked one on top of each other perfectly stacked they made this kind of semicircle in the driveway and just shot off to the left gone out of there and i come home gone i walked up and down the street went all the way to the end like if they blew all the way to the end like there's a t intersection back there surely it would be up against like the plaza that's there or something nothing there uh, so I thought, well, they'll, they'll turn up eventually, I guess. They do have my address on there. And I'm coming home a couple days later and by our communal mailbox is two recycle bins that look familiar, but I know are not the same, look familiar. And they are from the house 40. So that's a few away from my house. I'm like, oh, I bet you those pricks took mine and I a piss on theirs. And, uh, you know, so I went and knocked on 40's door, no answer. Uh, What am I going to do with these guys? Okay. So I wrote up a note explaining the story, explaining where theirs are, how the mix-up could have happened. And most importantly, why I am attached to my recycle bins. Surely you must be saying, why didn't you just take 40's and move on with life? Well, my bins I have this older design where the outer lip has like no, um, like support sections under the lip. So like you can run your fingers all along the lip and not get caught on anything. And it is through that means that they are hung from my wall in the garage. I made these brackets that have like a 45 degree angle sticking out and you can just hook the uh, lip on there and they hang on the wall. You get me? Does that make sense? But any newer boxes all have like little bits of plastic all in the lip. So you can't do that anymore unless you cut all that away, including these ones from 40. So I left them that note, uh, no answer from them. No answer for days. In fact, for the whole week, I'm like, all right, next garbage day guess who's walking out there in the middle of the night and going through everyone's recycle bins to see who the thief is, this guy. So I went out in the middle of the night, kicking over everyone's recycle bins, looking for mine, still nothing. And 40, they put out garbage. They didn't put out recycle. So I'm still in a mystery with them. The day after, you know, I have a mountain of recycling still with nowhere to put it. So I'm like, piss on it. I'm just going to go to the city and get some new boxes. So grab the kid. We go to the dump, you know, this little kid who has excitement in her eyes for everything. So we're going to the dump and I get to tell her stories of, you yeah, when I was a kid, we used to love going to the dump. You go to the dump. You could walk over the pile of stuff and look through stuff and you'd find some cool things. Dump stories, you know, you got dump stories, don't you? So. It used to be you can just go to their administration building and grab some new bins, but that's that's too difficult for them. Now you have to go through the weight scales, go in through the whole thing, go to where the actual tipping area is, and then talk to that guy, and then you talk to another guy, and then you can sign out new bins. Had to go through a whole all that rigmarole. It's all free, but it's just it's just time it takes time. So I get the new bins shiny as anything mint these bins let me tell you are mint they look so nice shiny glossy embossed with the city emblem really a shame to use these for recycling I'm thinking I get those home and uh, that's when I get a text message back from 40 they finally get back to me he's like hey sorry uh, we've been away all week And you're right. We do have your boxes. We've taken them by accident. Um, they are, I'm going to leave them in front of my garage. He's saying he's going to leave my boxes in front of his garage for me to pick up whenever I want. Is that a little weird? Why wouldn't he walk them back to my house where they were stolen? Does that make sense to you? Would you do that?
1: Well, he didn't take them from your property. They blew onto his property.
0: Well, come on. He still s- stole them. You didn't see, you didn't notice, really, uh, these different design recycle bins. Anyways, yeah, I'm going to leave them in front of my garage and you can come get them. Wow. Well, so, hmm, jerk. Yeah. So I had to walk over to his house and get my bins. I think that was, that was not cool. Anyways, I got my bins back.
1: What about his bins that were by the mailbox?
0: I tipped them off that they were there. They were still there. I'm surprised he didn't want me to go get them for him. And, uh, so I got to uh, rehang my recycle bins back on the wall and, uh, the new ones sat in the garage for a minute. And then the big kid, she wanted to use them to, uh, use them for storage in her room. So they are not gross yet. They're still glossy. It's a bit of a happy ending with that. The recycle bin saga. Heard only on STC Pod.
1: And on that note, what a great way to wrap up the show.
0: What are you talking about? There's still twenty minutes left in this There's show. Twenty minutes. It's ten thirty. There is still twenty minutes. I'm, you know, I I'm apologize. not here for twenty more minutes. I apologize that you've decided to stay up for 48 hours. Well, that's not true.
1: And I'm Swayzy in two and a half minutes.
0: How does that make sense? We didn't start until, well, I told you I was setting up. And so then it turns into Joe time, Joe Spite time. So I have to wait for Joe Spite time to clear up for him I didn't to, to actually wait for come anything. back on. Yeah, I did. I sat here for 10 minutes waiting for you. No, you didn't.
1: I was waiting for you. I heard the little doorbell go off saying that you're trying to call me on Hangouts realized I was in the wrong browser and I had to go to a different browser, all of which took two minutes.
0: Okay. Well, nonetheless, we are still waiting to hear about, Oh, 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 before that, come on. We wanted to hear about cottage crew weekend, but before that there was, um, we did get questions for this episode. Resty C pod, did you know that?
1: That's great. I love it when people send me questions.
0: Well, start off by telling people what you did this weekend. It was cottage crew,
1: there's nothing to tell, it was just family day weekend. So, I don't remember what we did on Saturday. Something, yeah, crap, we did something. I don't know. Sunday, we went to the cottage to the wife's, my wife's aunt's cottage for, uh, her side of the family goes up. So there's about 30 of us up there. 30. And there's just the usual. We up there by lunch, we have lunch and dinner and her, uh, aunt's, uh, husband does an ice rink out on the lake. So all the cousins and stuff, uh, play hockey out there and, uh, they had a little, Fire pit going out on the ice. So that was nice. That was a new change. We do mm-hmm. some snowmobiling and, um, snowshoe walking. And then I helped the kids build a <laughs> fort.
0: So we just, the oh, stuff. oh, beautiful. Right out of the pages of life magazine, people of how everyone should live their life. What a weekend this guy has. And then
1: Sunday, uh, Monday, which is actually family day. We took the kids to, um, went up to Port Perry, which is about 20 minutes north of where I live. And there's a farm up there that was doing, they had done an outdoor ice rink as well. So the kids went skating on that, uh, which is more of walking because they don't know how to skate. So they both just sort of walk around on their skates. And then we went on a horse drawn buggy ride around the property. Oh
0: my God. And
1: then we got, uh, kids, Ah. we bought, uh, we got the kids to go upstairs (laughs) and they did a, there's a craft room up there. So they did a bunch of crafts and we went out for fish and chips for lunch. And then I came home and passed out and had
0: my, uh, what a life, what a life.
1: It's nothing special. I don't know. What are you going crazy about? I don't understand all this. That's wonderful, man. I'm glad to hear about it. All this effort you put into, uh, enjoying this, uh, I would have been just as happy if I had stayed home and just chilled with everybody hung out together.
0: No. Then you wouldn't have acted like, uh, you know, I I didn't act like anything. You, uh, children, you should retire to the cabin and, uh, play with your coloring bits. while. We go with our blankets and sit on the chaise lounge on the snow and watch the local boys build a bonfire for us to enjoy later as we roast our pig over it. <laughs> hmm? Sure. That happened too. God,
1: man. this. All right. Where's these questions? Cause I'm dying.
0: Ah, uh, you're dying. Kevin from buried on Mars asks, how difficult was it for Bill to turn down his invite to the cottage crew weekend?
1: Yeah. I'm sure Kevin wrote this question.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, under the hashtag STC pod answers, where we will pick up all your questions and answer them right here on this very podcast.
1: How I, obviously it was a family day thing. So
0: all 30 people, very closely related At the cottage, right?
1: Well, my wife has combined eight aunts and uncles.
0: And they all sit around with these giant knit sweaters, all all white sweaters. And, uh, the ladies have their hands in muffs, uh, with long flowing dresses, uh, the bottoms of which grace along the top of the snow.
1: Oh, everything's nicely. nicely hemmed. Yep. Yep. Nice, nice colors. A couple uh Clydesdales show up. That's
0: and how, thing, right? how, how could Joe think to invite someone like me to such a proceeding where we know Joe stills his perception of me, no matter what I might even be appearing to him wearing, you know, I could be in a full suit, but in his mind, all he sees is. Big, uh, misshapen rubber boots and, uh, you know, uh, corduroy jumpsuit or overalls, right. With one strap off.
1: (laughs) Really? That's what, that's what my mind perceives when (laughs) I see you. Like, there's no way
0: we can have bill with this cottage crew. Let me tell you,
1: dude, it wasn't my place to invite anybody. How dare you,
0: Kevin? How dare you, sir? So Kyle, he also asks, uh, Kyle from, uh, Kyle underscore three, two, five underscore as in game time with Kyle, he asks, he piles on who's more likely to get an invite first, Bill or Kevin. To what? To cottage crew weekend. Neither. It's not my place. Well, might be. I obviously Kevin would. Kevin holds more stature. He probably doesn't have rubber boots on. In your His questions uh, are uh, bogus. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. They're on SDC Pod Answers. Why did I?
1: Why have I not seen them there or know about this?
0: What you don't see anything. We all know that.
1: You guys, got you. Got tag me with these things, man.
0: Uh, no, you got tagged in stuff and I pointed out to you that they were making fun of you and you said you're blocking all social media at that point <laughs> when I explained to you what things meant. Remember that? That doesn't even make sense. How do you block all? It, all right, oh crazy. Man,
1: I, I was wrong with Axiom Verge and I, I misspoke when I said I meant to say it was Metroidvania ish. As opposed to,
0: uh, uh, Ninja Gaiden style. You meant to say that. Yes. I could have swore I gave you several opportunities to correct yourself and you argued with me. So I apologize. What? You gaming nerds out there. No big deal. No big deal. Apparently it is. People go crazy. No one. No, we're going crazy. they were just having some fun. And then you went crazy when they were having fun with you. Anyways, I'm glad you had a great weekend. Sounds like a lot of fun. And no, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable uh joining in on your familia recreation. My what?
1: From Did you say Amelia or Familia? Yeah, Amelia. She's well, that's what I the- heard. This 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 entire record is going to be garbled.
0: She's one of the housemaids that look after the family for you.
1: No, that's me. I'm the housemaid. I'm the okay, next
0: Although I, you know, don't need an invite. Please, next time, can we get some more pictures? I want to see interiors of this place. I want to see what the where the staff situate themselves. Uh, I want to see dining room presentation. I want to see the grand staircase with the elk horns hanging on the walls. I want to see the the bear skins on the floor. I want to see all that stuff.
1: Well. Their cottage is not like that though. Her, uh, her aunt's husband is, uh, he's a home builder. So he's building a cottage for, uh, his wife's friend two doors down. And that one's going to be really nice. It's actually, a, it's going to be a home. It's not a cottage. I don't think people build cottages anymore. They just build homes.
0: Yeah. I don't think you, you can't really justify you know, cause the taxes don't stop in the winter, right? So yeah. you might as well build a home and you can retire there. You gotta keep, you gotta be Ugh. able to use it. Oh, fuck. Gross.
1: Well, most cottages, I think nowadays for the most part tend to be winterized, but anything new, I think people just go for the home style and, uh, the possibility of retiring there when they, when they quit work. All right. Thanks for the questions, everybody. That was great. Riveting.
0: Riveting. That's it. Another show in
1: the books.
0: Glad we got award winner. The I suppose we're going to have to start promotion, uh, for the Berry game exchange. We're going to have to get that in the books. Mm. Uh, well, if it gives us the bro discount on uh, table price, yeah, every time we mention the Barry Game Exchange, it's five dollars off, and it just keeps adding on.
1: I'm pretty sure Haji was going to give us a bro price anyway.
0: Yeah, but we got to keep it on the down low because it's just for you know us, not everyone.
1: Yeah,
0: obviously. We're bros. Yeah, we're the bros.
1: Okay, I don't see anyone else giving Haji hugs when when they show up at the game show. Just me. <laughs> whether he wants one or not, he gets a hug for me. Uh,
0: yeah. So when what, do we have a date? Should we say a date? Uh, April, remember. March, April, May six. No, seven. It's gotta be April. Anyways, we'll start the promotional rollout next week, but, uh, get that on your mind. The Barry game exchange, North America's largest video game trading floor is happening very soon this spring. Something to look forward to where uh, us two will be vending. Did you say North America? North freaking America. MFR. I would just say Canada's. You could say that, but I've seen pictures from the other ones and they don't compare for a trading floor. There might be bigger conventions, but for a a strict trading floor, this is the largest in North America. I will state my reputation on it. Look for that this spring happening in Barrie.
1: If you're wrong, you have to throw away that Spider-Man onesie that you're wearing right now. Never. Why don't you wear that in front of your uh, kids' friends?
0: Oh, yeah, I do. So, yeah, this was on VR Mask. Great. Talking to people playing Star Trek. On the TV,
1: make sure you wear that when you come up to the cottage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, look right, for us, us look for us, and other like minded content creators over at cartridgeclub.org. Yep, yep. Your, uh, your home on the internet where you will be welcomed with open arms, the happiest yes. and most positive communities you'll find. Cartridgeclub.org, we have a forum there, you can make comments. On this episode or past episodes where we can find them you can also make comments on our youtube channel start to continue where this very podcast is simulcast as well as on spotify google play apple podbean app anything with an rss you'll find this podcast stc pod as well as the website stcpod.com where you can find uh links to what we've been up to. Hey, as well as our affiliate links for Amazon, you know, shopping, you want to spread some commission over to us, use our links.
1: Don't forget our Patreon account.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't have a Patreon account. We do have a T public store. You can buy some stuff there, you know, and, uh, it's actually on sale. What's today? Wednesday. Our store's on sale right now. 35% off all t-shirts, mouse pads, notebooks. Not doesn't necessarily have STC pod on them. We got other stuff. Have a look. And the cartridge club folks are all on there too. Yeah. Is that, uh,
1: yeah, that's it. Drew. All
0: right. Back to VR
1: land. All right. Lose yourself in uh lawnmower land there. Okay
0: movie reference and uh, you try to invite more cartridge clubbers onto your lawn see what happens post and post it